back, everyone, to the beautiful Surfing Sonic here. Right, I believe it is episode 8 that we're on. We have the beautiful mustache-wearing Lee. Lee, how are you, sir? Uh, great. When you started with mustache, I was sure that I was going to Jake. But uh, <laughs> I'll take it. That's I have to cue in the first mustache, but we have the originator of the mustache. We have Jake <laughs> with us as well. Jake, wow. how are you, sir? Glowing. Good as always. What an honor. Oh, well, well, and I am the freshly faced pug known as Hunter. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, I, I don't look good with mustaches. Uh, that's why I uh, always try to shave. Have you ever that. tried? I have, believe it or not. I've done like the, mo if you look at my Instagram, I've done the Movember and it's uh, pretty poor. You know, I've got that, uh, I'm looking at I've it got right that, now. Uh, I've Get got that evidence. Asian. I've got that Asian gene where we can't really. Well, the facial hair is just not that good. I was hoping the Italian genes would help, but, um, but no, no luck, unfortunately. I don't know. I think uh, there's some fire Asian facial hair out there. Like, is there? I'm, I'm thinking well, specifically what are you like that is beards. Impressive. Well, the, That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, oh That's I appreciate fine. that. You know what? The beard is the beard. I'm, I was actually very proud of. Look, um, we look like brothers. Yeah. We could be related in that photo. Brothers oh, and beards. Well. Brothers and beards. Oh, yeah. that's me and Shake's new beer company. Welcome to our new uh, podcast, Brothers and Beards. <laughs> Brothers and Beards is the name of this week's podcast. How are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you guys up to? How's the week been for you? I mean, great. Yeah. Do you have anything special to report, Jake? Um, my week was my week Any was Any house okay. burnings? No? No, no house, no house burnings. burnings. Um, definitely that's some good. church burnings throughout Alberta. And some other Woo! fires in Western Canada. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yep. Sort of like BC. ecological disasters going on left, right, and center. Right. Uh, other yeah. than that, um, I'm here. I'm feeling good, ready to go. Um, I have something to report. Yes, go ahead, Lee. Today, your boy and my girlfriend... Yes. ...got their second doses. Let's hey, go! Let's go! Fully immune. Over. The virus is done. We can finally go outside. We and I gotta say, it. Um, I gotta join you, man. Um, I join you in that, sir. Um, I what, saw uh, that. What uh, what gym are you in? What uh, what gym are you a part of? Uh, we we're full full Moderna gang. Moderna gang. Yeah, we well, uh, well, we're actually pure Moderna gang. We didn't get Moderna? the uh, the mixy mix. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm the same way. Did you find that you nice. had any side effects? Well, I mean, not yet. I, someone asked me, I, I happened like halfway through my work day and someone asked me at work like, oh, like, how you feeling? And I'm like, mentally, emotionally, cloud nine. Physically, TBD. So get back to me in a, yeah. in a day. We'll see how I feel then. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, I feel fine. I'm 100% triple A Pfizer. Um, hey. oh, we got a Pfizer gang in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel great. I you're day, pretty you're pretty fly for a fly guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh well done, um the sir. day i got my vaccine i like felt like like i kept having these heart palpitations and i kept feeling like i was gonna pass out um and it was kind of anxiety question for you yeah yeah question for you how much of that do you think was like your own like perceived like i'm gonna die like not related to the actual shot itself do you know what yeah mean? no i i constantly feel that way um yeah. so that had nothing to do oh, with yeah. the shot. Right. Um I'm pretty I'm bulletproof Death. now. I Does can run as fast as a train. Yeah, I've and, seen it. Nice. Um a, well, to be clear, a, a parked train. Yeah. 
what else no, would still, I mean? Still on the tracks. Oh, no, no, speeding train as well. Yeah. Speeding train as well. Well, yeah. like a toy, a toy train. Yeah, speeding train as well. Man. My train, toy train. Yeah. One of my many right. trains. Like that. Oh, that yes. would be a good yes, video yes, yes, to yes, watch. Yes. There you go. Well, I have to say, um, it, it was because I know that they vary from person to person. But for me, I, uh, you know, the day that I had it, nothing, and then the next day, though, I had like muscle aches, a fever, terrible headache. So, kind of just yep. s- stayed in bed for a majority of the morning on Sunday. But uh, yeah, yeah, feeling good now. Equally as bulletproof. Hopefully, uh, gets us closer to getting out of this. You know what I mean. Totally. Go yeah, get your cool. vax, people. Don't be stupid, dumb idiots. Be cool, like yeah. your brothers I mean, and you know, here. You could, uh, you could measure yourself with a magnet. Um, you know, I've tried the magnet theory. Didn't work for me, but you know, uh, that's what. Sorry, what's the magnet theory? Oh, it's like if when you get the shot, people that are rebelling against the vaccine are like apparently saying that you're now magnetized. So um, <laughs> that would be yeah. So, so that's their sick. argument. I fucking that's hope their so. argument now. So they were you're trying telling to prove me I am thing. now Magneto. Exactly. Yeah. So you basically metal sticks to you. And I tried that theory with a bunch of magnets and no success. Well, jokes so, on you, anti-vaxxers. Uh, Mythbuster, Mythbuster, uh, busted as they say. Damn. Good show. We've, Good we've show, got though. fucking four billion magnetos running around at the end of the year. <laughs> That'd be sick. Oh man! If you had to pick an X-Men power, what would you want? Ooh. Dark Make Phoenix. it up. I don't care. Dark, Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. So just, just wait. Just she's like OP. evil, bro. Yeah, it's evil, bro. What are you doing? So, think I give a shit? Oh, <laughs> gonna oh, burn God. this place to the ground. Ah, um, he's full, uh, full evil. To be fair, full though, evil. like something that I, I wish and wished a lot as a child. Yeah, was a power that I, I had is Nightcrawler, like just to tr- teleport anywhere. Yeah, That'd yeah, be, yes. That would be the ultimate tool. There's, there's an Except old, I don't want to look like a blue lizard. There's an old X-Men where... Because you know how um, Wolverine is from Canada. Um, he's actually yes. from yes, Alberta. And from Alberta. there's an old comic where he comes back. He comes home. And he joins up with his old um, mutant superhero buddies. And one of them, it, the, his power is he rolls into like a s- small kind of spherical object... And throws mm-hmm. himself at people, and he wears a hockey jersey, and his superhero name okay. is Puck. Sick. <laughs> and that's the power I'd like. Just to interesting. To, to, your power is to be flung. My power is to be a hockey puck. Yeah. <laughs> so would you like tr- now? Do you have the power now? Do you have the power to fling yourself at people, or like does someone have to hit you with a stick? And that I think somebody slap shots me. Okay. That's sick. Yeah, that's a very interesting superpower. Well, there you go. You heard it here first at Brothers and Beards. Yeah. Brothers and Beards, everybody. Yeah. Well, should we uh, should we get a uh, kicking and rolling with uh, this first uh, spot? Well, not spicy, juicy track. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, this one's sick of the silence. New mother mother record. Check it out. <laughs>
there you go. Mother, mother. Yeah. Rock and roll. Rockin' and aggressive. That is, believe it or not, their eighth studio album released on Mother, Mother Music, released June 25th, 2021. Brief story. Um, how I heard, I guess, my first hearing of Mother Mother was my friend, uh, a, a childhood friend of mine. He had um, a shirt with, uh, I guess that was the album, I forget what it's called, but it had um, the album art of just a, like a tiger's teeth. Mm. And I thought, who the hell is that? And then he mm-hmm. told me it's oh. the band. Eureka? Oh, yes. album you're talking about. I, th- I think it's yeah, called Eureka. It is Oh, sorry. Yes, it is Eureka. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, off the, and, you know, it was like a bright green shirt, and that intrigued me. But at the same time, I was young and naive back then, and I didn't know who Mother 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 Mother, mother, mother was. Um, but, you know, Canadian band, Mother Mother, uh, based in the Quadra Island of British Columbia, consists of Ryan Guldemond on the guitar and vocals, along with his sister, Molly Guldemond, vocals. That's my uh, sister's Jasmine name. Jasmine... Yo, is your sister named Molly? Yeah, no. Molly you're, Gold, you're Jake Goldamond. Yeah, no, uh, just Molly. <laughs> right on. Uh, we got Jasmine Parkin on the keyboards with the vocals, Ali Sadat on drums, and Mike Young on the bass. And uh, Mother Mother, you know, uh, they're an indie rock band, you know, uh, famous for, well, I should just say they uh, they got famous as of now with a lot of their, uh, with TikTok. Uh, they've been trending a lot with TikTok. A lot of the songs are coming from the one with the fish. Oh, no. I'm going to butcher Oh, my this. heart. Yes, thank you. Oh, my heart. Thank you, Jake. Um, Jedi Knight. Uh, and <laughs> a lot of it's been, well, I remember hearing, uh, the song Hayloft and one of my, uh, band member, his car. And, uh, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to mimic for you it right now because I think the riff is one of the greatest riffs I've ever heard. It goes like this. <clears throat> Here I go. There you go. Maybe, maybe yeah. not, you know, something that like spot that. On. Uh, yeah, thank exactly you. Like that. And ever since I heard that riff, I thought, who the hell is that? Mm-hmm. Mother, mother. Hunter uh, Hamilton. Know? Oh, <laughs> Hunt, mother, oh, mother. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. If yeah. I mean, if Lee was the Shazam, he yeah. would have gotten uh, correct, spot on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, actually, their third album, Eureka, had a song called The Stand. And it entered, entered the Canadian top charts in May 2011. It peaked at position 76. And it caught the eye of a Toronto uh, star reviewer. And this is what they had to say. Evolving into orchestral harmonies and hip-hop-influenced power ballads, as if Adam Lambert joined the Dirty Projectors, which is an indie rock band from America. Um, Great band. But this, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, Well, this particular album, it's called Inside, and it has to deal, of course, with the themes of the pandemic and basically an artistic expression of what the members of Mother Mother were writing about and feeling. Mm. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it opens with like these weird, uh, soundscapes. It sounds like they're in a garage kind of like going like back into the studio, so to speak. And, um, you know, of course you heard sick of the silence. You're kind of hearing a lot of anger there and there's kind of like this, uh, unique, uh, perspective of both the album being very aggressive and dealing with the frustrations of the pandemic, but again, there's also moments of of healing, emotional healing, 
you know, they're trying to find the, the, the positive in the darkness. And so, you know, you got songs like Forgotten Souls, Aspect of Emotional Healing. Uh, and then you've got, you know, songs where it's just Jasmine uh, singing by herself with a lot of reverb and talking about how she's an introvert. So um, I thought it was a really nice artistic expression of artists dealing in the pandemic and you may say that it's on the nose talking about it but at the same time it's kind of interesting hearing what musicians have to say because i think after a long time of maybe nobody touring for so long they're starting mm -hmm. to get a little antsy and as uh as uh you know that i'm seeing in the states of course all these bands are going back on tour they're doing these crazy headlining festivals i myself being a huge heavy metal fan slipknot is going on tour with one of my oh. favorite bands kill switch engage mm. spicy that's spicy but of course that's they spicy. can't come here um you know and but Not mother yet, mother yeah. they're doing some shows in hamilton uh so they're also getting out there as well so i thought it was neat hearing you know i guess their take on a pandemic perspective album and the last song it ends it's the longest song it's called inside uh eight minutes and 29 seconds uh it's kind of like an acoustic ballad but it's got like this kind of guitar solo that's very eccentric at the end of it um so there you go it's it's a it's a it's an album that you know from maybe their other discography what i admire about mother mother is that their songwriting is so unique um but it's also very catchy. I actually got into them through No Culture. Um, I love that song, especially. But I also, I remember hearing The Drugs. Really catchy song. And of course, um, oh no, I'm going to butcher it. I think it's called, uh, it's not called I Got Love. I'm going to butcher it here. I'm going to, I'll remember it for you guys. But... Um, love Stuck, excuse me, it's called Love Stuck. Very awesome song. So songs about love and lost, but also very catchy, kind of very bright. This one taking a departure from that. Um, if I had to give it a rating, I would give it a 7.9 out of 10. Mm -hmm. And the 7.9 in my metric, I would have to say 7.9 dim garage lights out of 10. Because it opens nice. again with this weird, interesting, uh, bleak kind of like it. It starts out very bleak to me, but then uh, it hits all over the mark of like you know blending with like some positive songs, some heavier songs, and I guess that's one of maybe the negatives. I will say one of the criticisms. I feel like the songs are kind of all over the place. Like I don't know what structure they want to have it because there's clearly a vision there's clearly a vision to this album of pandemic album uh right. dealing with all the emotions within the pandemic but i guess the structure of it kind of mixing those moods when to kind of go like go into the dark songs and then go into the light songs there's kind of like some kind of mixed feelings i have there uh mm -hmm. kind of jambled all over the place but um i really liked it uh, you know, some of the songs within this album, they pay tribute to lyrics from past albums. So it's kind of interesting seeing that maybe Mother Mother is reflecting on their legacy a little bit, um, being their eighth album. So I always wonder if maybe is this the end of them? Probably not. I, I hope I, I hope it's not. And I don't think it's the end of them. But uh, my favorite song that we're going to play for you shortly 
It's called I Got Love. And what the band did was they, uh, they put out a message saying, we're calling for video submissions. And it looked like the theme of it was just kind of you being you. How does love kind of represent to you? How do you express yourself? So, of course, it's got, you know, members expressing their sexuality or what they like to do or hobbies they love. So you see a lot of people just jamming to Mother Mother songs. The band is also featured in there. But perhaps the most touching at the end is one fan um, gives a testimonial to the camera saying that she was born with a lot of scars on her belly. But after kind of listening to that particular song, the song that we're going to play for you coming up next, uh, she embraced who she was and it makes her her, um, you know, giving be, like be you, you know, you know, you can't be anyone but yourself. And at the end of the day, uh, people should love you for who you are, uh, you well know, said. so that po that positive message, you know, what makes you you? And that is something I know that I struggled with in the past because I'm a weird guy. These guys can attest to that. I'm into a lot of weird things. No. Um, <laughs> the only thing that's weird about you is that you think you don't look great with a mustache. Oh, uh, well, that is too kind. Lee, <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, my Boing. goodness. I am I am uh, <laughs> blushing on camera. <laughs> but uh, uh, here we go. Here's the song. It's called I Got Love. Mother, Mother.
love you, listener. Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> I love these guys here, my fabulous hosts as well. And you oh. can catch Mother Mother. Uh, they're playing Summerfest, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, September 17th. And then September 19th, they're at Riot Fest in Chicago, Illinois. And those are the tour dates I will give. So good for them. Be hitting up the States. I think they're on James Corden as well. Ooh. Recently, doing uh, they were doing Sick of the Silence, but uh, nice. uh, any any thoughts on Mother Mother guys? Would you like to say any thoughts? Well, they have quite the Canadian following. I know that much. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Your uh, album cover is synonymous with like early two thousands indie. Totally, totally. I uh, I saw Mother Mother once um, at uh, I think it was at the Sate Concert Hall in Calgary. And I was there um, to see a local band called uh, Dojo Workhorse. And I think Said the Whale was in the lineup as well. And then Mother Mother was oh, headlining. Nice. Back-to-back Said the Whale references. Said the Whale. On, on Servant, I know, it's, it's wild. And um, well, I was there. Known form, formerly Servant Sonic, now known as Brothers and Beards. Right. Um, <laughs> I was there with, uh, with my best friend Conrad. And uh, we ended up getting into the green room. Um, I think we kind of got in cause we know, knew some of the guys in uh, one of the bands and mother, mother was oh, back wow, there. Nice. And I remember just being like a little bit st- like, I, you know, like mother, mother's a great kind of, I consider them sort of local, like to Western Canada. Like I yeah, got their yeah. first album on CD given to me by a friend who was like, check them out. They're from Vancouver. It's so weird. Um, and so that's mm-hmm. their, their first album was called touch up. Um, and it's, uh, it's so good. It's like so weird and like great tri vocal harmonies. Anyway, we got backstage and there they all are. And they just looked like they were all so hot, you know? Yeah. Like they're mysterious. Beautiful people. And, yeah. and like, they kind of like looked at us like, who are you peasants? And we were like, we are. <laughs> and then they went on right, stage to perform. So. They went on stage to perform. And like Conrad and I were already wasted and we kind of oh, looted, um, yeah, we kind of looted their rider a little bit because uh, they had a huge rider with like snacks and like beers and stuff. And almost out of like some weird sort of spite because they were too beautiful, we were like, we're going to drink their beers. And we fucking did. And <laughs> part of the reason why I know all of their albums by name is because I've always held on to the guilt of like <laughs> of looting. A clouded clouded guilt. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've always felt really bad because they're actually such a great band. Man, I was just such a shithead. So, if you met them, would you be like, hey, we drank your beers once. Uh, I hope no. you're good, you though. That, you like, keep you know? that inside forever. <laughs> keep that right you close to the chest. Oh, I think they would be pretty chill away. with that. I don't know. Yeah. They seem I hope they never listen to this. Uh... Yeah, you, you keep that <laughs> locked away, and you, you feel that shame on your own. Yeah. Well, with Conrad. Yeah. Together. Shout out alone. to Conrad. Shout out to Conrad. Well, I have to also give a shout out to uh, my buddy Brandon Matthews and one of my good friends, Reese Jurgensen. Uh, Reese Jurgensen <laughs> for showing me Hayloft. That is Man, not he's a got real a really... person. No, he is, is a real person. A... He is. He is. You saw he's that got we got to listen channel. in Sweden, and you're like, uh, uh, Reese Jurgensen. Uh, well, funny enough, a German last name, so I have to heckle oh, him a bit go. after uh, after because Italy, of course, is in the semifinal for the right. UEFA Cup. So let's go! I knew that. Spirit. Yes, of course, people knew that, but um, that's the side point there. Right. Well, well um, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There we go. Mother, mother inside. But 
I gotta read this first. Lee, of course, cue me up. Uh, this is for Koa. The Glow Oil is an epic blend of super ingredients that reduces fine lines, hyperpigmentation, and scarring while improving the skin's elasticity and texture. Made from 100% natural ingredients, it's a great product for anyone who wants to level up their skincare routine. And Jake knows I put this on a lot because I practically bathe in the stuff. Wow. He's always asking me, Hunter, why, man? Why do you gotta put it on so Why are you sending and me I pictures say to- of you bathing? Yeah. Exactly. And I say to him, well, Lee, like my grandmother always taught me. Oh, no, um, Lee. My, my appearance. Oh, sorry. Jake says to me, and I say, well, Lee. Yes, Lee. Um, my I appearance ignore needs, Jake. Well, my, uh, my appearance needs a lot of work. And uh, as always. So, right. you know, check that out for Koa. Thanks, Koa, once again. Yeah. Shouts out, Koa, honestly. And now is the time we move on to the next state's uh, st- uh, statement. Statement. The next statement. S- segment. The, the segment. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. But this time, I know that Lee, you always do the beautiful intro. But Jake, right. I want to hear you do the theme song for oh. our next state. I was wondering statement. how that was going to go. It would have yes. been awkward if it was for myself. Yeah, it would have been awkward because Lee yeah. is up this week. Uh, so whenever you're ready, sir, go ahead. Yeah. I'm doing the segment for spicy staples. No, oh, no, no, you're doing the, the, the theme song, the theme song. No, the theme song that we... Oh, right, 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 the, th- the theme, the theme, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spicy staple. <laughs> oh. Oh, well okay, done. Okay, that's Shout for sure going to make sure that this episode is fucking blocked. So thanks for that, Jake. <laughs> okay, I can try again, I can try again. The best go ahead, go ahead. part of waking up. Right. Staples okay. in your cup. Staples in your cup. Oh, oh there we go. Yeah. Nice touch. This is the part of the show where one of us shares and talks about an album that's very significant to us, otherwise known as the spicy staple. And Lee, it is your choice, and I am very excited. Yeah. What Um, do you have for us? Yeah. Well, I've actually got a. I've got something fun this week. Not not that. You know, not that it's not fun every week. Um, But uh, something something a little different. So as you know, we try to. What do we what do we try to do here at Servant Sonic? Well, formerly Servant Sonic, now Brothers oh, beards and Beards. And beards and Brothers. Yeah. Um we we look to get the people going, right? That's what we're all about here. Um and a way that we do that is we take audience submissions, which I have uh named the audience appetizer just right now. So um maybe that'll stick. Who knows? But Basically, it's when uh, a, I like an that, audience yeah. member, when a listener says, uh, "Hey, we want this album to be reviewed by yes. one of uh, one of us three here at uh, formerly Servant Sonic, currently Brothers and Beards." So um, we did that again. I put out a thing on Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram, if you don't follow us on Instagram at Servant Sonic. And Twitter, what are you doing? we're also there, yeah. Uh, but I put it out on Instagram, should we review the new Tyler, the Creator album? Because it's gotten so much fanfare, and we got a resounding... Uh, the t- options were no-brainer or sure, and we got a resounding no-brainer. So I am giving that to the people this week. That's what we're, what we're all about. But the way that I'm doing it is I'm coupling it with um, the album that I personally think uh, really put... Tyler on the trajectory of where he is now, um, which is 
uh, Flower Boy, which came out in 2017. Ooh. So I'm going to be doing combo a little uh, a little combo deal here. So we're going to do twofer, a twofer, a little, little happy That's a combo meal. A yeah, little, you want a combo? Do you want some Flower Boy with your drink? Yeah, yes. a little pert two in one. How about that? Shouts out pert. We've got all the sponsors here, eh? <laughs> wow, wait, wait well, pert. I, I don't understand what you just said. Pert. Pert? Two in one conditioner and shampoo. Wake oh, up. Living under a rock. <laughs> yeah, yes. No, no. Pert Plus has the body wash. That's a three in one you got there. <laughs> Woo. Anyways, um, so yeah, we're going to be doing Tyler the Creator's <laughs> Flower Boy and his uh, latest offering, which is Call Me If You Get Lost. So I'm going to start with Flower Boy. Uh, released July 21st, 2017. Um, it was Tyler's first Grammy-nominated album and uh, was widely considered, up until that point, his best work. Uh, our good friends at Metacritic, we I, I always like using them for reviews. Uh, they gave uh, it an 84 out of 100, so that's a pretty dang good score. Um, I think the thing that really made it appealing to maybe a wider audience is it um, traded a lot of maybe Tyler's more like patented... Um, I guess like shock value bars for a more melodic and I guess like soul happy kind of sing-along types. Mm-hmm. Um, wide variety of features as well, which always helps um, like Frank Ocean, ASAP Rocky, Lil Wayne are some of the big names, but um, also some really important moments on the album by Rex Orange County, who kind of had a breakthrough around the album's uh, uh, release. Um, the album really highlighted, I think, Tyler's growth as a producer. Um, and that's seen because he produces every single song on the album. Uh, I think that growth was kind of further underlined by his ability to produce for others, which up until that point, he showed kind of like a shaky consistency in doing when he was producing for fellow odd future bandmates or or members, he did a pretty okay job, um, but uh, when he was kind of going off into other areas, sometimes he had up and down results. Um, some ups that he had as early in his career is like with people like Callie Uchis, who has now become one of his like main collaborators. Um, but I just think finding that next step as a producer, it's something that we've talked about in the past on the show. If you can create a platform for yourself, that's one thing and that's awesome. And that's how people break into the business is understanding what they sound great over. Um, in most cases, obviously, there's people that don't do that well. Um, but to be a truly great hip-hop producer where it's such a collaboration-heavy genre, it's to get the best out of others. Um, and that's something that I think he really did at a high level with Flower Boy. Um, and just overall, I think the album is his tightest and most cohesive piece of work um, up until that point. Everything just kind of works together. It seems like it all makes sense. It's all working and it's all pulling in the same direction. Uh, whereas Cherry Bomb, the album that he released uh, prior to Flower Boy, uh, was definitely not that. It seemed really, not like rushed, but it seemed very chaotic. Um, and that's definitely the energy that like Tyler was most known for <laughs> before Flower Boy, which is like mm-hmm. chaos. Um, so I think Flower Boy really t- like, kind of flips that on its ear and, and, and does something different. But before I get too crazy into anything else here, why don't we listen to the first track that I want to listen to off of the album. Um, that track... Is nine one one dash Mr. Lonely, which features yes, very spicy, which features two odd future 
adjacent, I guess, artists, um, Frank Ocean, who was a, a late Odd Future member, and Steve Lacey, who is a member of the internet, um, and the internet is headlined by Sid, who is a member of Odd Future as well. So, um, anyways, I think this is one of the standout songs in the album. I had a really tough time kind of picking which song to, to, to do here, but I think this one, for me, really encompasses what I was trying to say at the beginning, the kind of like prelog, I guess, of, of the review here, which is his production is just at an all-time high here, and this song really shows like a good wealth of, of diversity in that production. So, um, without any further ado, 911 Mr. Lonely by Tyler the Creator featuring Frank Ocean and Steve Lacey. I can't even lie, I've been lonely as fuck. I can't even lie, I've 
Mr. Lonely by Tyler, the creator off of flower boy. Um, something that I want to get into just before I kind of finish the rest of the review here. Um, you know, I, I reread the pitchfork review for this as well as, um, the rolling stone piece on it. And something that I really liked in the, uh, pitchfork review, um, Sheldon Pierce, the, the writer of the article said, um, he was quoting Tyler. He said, tell these uh, black kids they can be who they are. He raps on where this flower blooms as he grows uh, into the artist. He's always longed to be and perhaps always was. And that's exactly, I think, puts it with a nice bow on it. Exactly how I kind of feel about Flower Boy. Mm-hmm. We are talking about uh, his chaotic energy a little bit um, prior to Flower Boy. And I think a lot of it is just kind of like... Um, posturing or was maybe even to get famous in some some degree but i think he's finally found a sweet spot a little bit a comfort um in who he is uh and to kind of go on the tone and the concept of the album a little bit um this is kind of this operates as as tyler's announcement that he's a a multi-dimensional and i would even argue like heavily like emotional artist Mm -hmm. you know which is something that like was always in his early work like he was always emotional like his first uh album actually his first two albums i guess bastard and goblin he's literally talking to like a psychiatrist who like mm-hmm. reveal reveal like the psychiatrist turns out just to be like his own consciousness and he's he's just nuts right but um his like his conversation with himself after kind of like these first two albums is like definitely emotional, but like always on like the violent side. And I think it's just like very one toned. Um, so after, yeah. So after like the initial album or two of it, where you're just kind of like, Whoa, like this is crazy. Um, it wears off a bit by the time you get to cherry bomb, if that makes sense, which is two albums after those. So anyways, 
he confronts real world issues kind of with this album. He talks about BLM. He talks about coming out of the closet. Uh, he talks about navigating mental health and depression. Um, he said that he listened to a bunch of Justin Timberlake and Pharrell um, as major influences for this album. Uh, and kind of like his the whole thing is like, I don't really think he's like responding to maybe some of that like earlier stuff in his in his other albums, which people like still to this day have issues with. He talks about a lot of graphic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of like finally like letting down a guard a little bit that uh, mm-hmm. his you know, maybe previously like more bombastic and like more immature kind of self wouldn't have allowed. Um, and it's, it, I think it creates a beautiful and, and kind of like introspective look at like what real growth can look like for an artist and a human being, which is cool. Um, so that's kind of the, the general tone and concept. My final take on it, Tyler, I think in flower boy reestablished himself as a must watch talent in the hip hop and music communities coming in with, with bastard and with goblin and i'm sure you guys remember the success of the song yonkers that came with that mm-hmm. tyler established himself as a clear like trendsetter upcoming or coming up in the hip-hop world i think he lost that with wolf and with cherry bomb i think that he didn't know what it was maybe that people were looking for him to do, which is tough for any artist, especially a young one. Um, I think he reestablishes himself with flower boy in 2017 as being an artist to continue to watch, to see what they're going to do next because they're doing, you know, breaking shit. Um, his camp Flogna festivals, which happen annually in Los Angeles every fall now bring kind of like a minimum level of cred because of how consistent his music has become since flower boy um, with his name always on the set list. So in 2017, the first flog night after flower boy was released, we saw kid Cudi, Lana Del Rey and ASAP Rocky as the headliners on that uh, festival. The very next year after the success of flower boy, we brought Kanye West, Lauren Hill, post Malone, Billie Eilish, SZA and Pusha T. Oh, um, so holy. like just, just in like the one year, you know what I mean? Like you see like a credibility coming to his name and like, a little bit more, right? I'm not saying anything bad against like Kid Cudi or Lando Ray or ASAP Rocky or anything like they're all great artists, but they're like you know they don't have the same maybe weight as like a Post Malone or a Billie Eilish or a Kanye West, right? Or like a Lauren Hill, um, or a Lauren Hill, exactly. Um, so though he lost this Grammy that he was nominated for in 2018, um, it was to "Damn" by Kendrick Lamar. So like, you know, fair enough. Damn. Um, the exactly um the (laughs) argument could be made that flower boy actually casts a bigger shadow on music today um which uh i don't know if you subscribe to that belief or not but argument could be made i don't think they're that far apart yeah um which brings me to the rating that i have for this album which is um just three Nice little pieces of alliteration that I have to explain my my thoughts on it. It's sonically stellar. It's hilariously highbrow. <laughs> and it's absolutely affectionate, which makes me <laughs> feel like I can give it a 9.3 gap tooths, not teeth, one single front tooth gap tooths out of 10. 9.3 gap tooths out of 10 for, well uh, for Tyler the Creator's Fireboy. Yeah. 
Any thoughts? Now, yes, I have some things I really want to say. I'm kind of all over the place, but first of all, I heard uh, the closer actually enjoy right now today. I heard that in my buddy's car. I was uh, a little buzzed at the time. Uh, we were <laughs> heading to a cast party, believe it or not. Okay. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, "What is this?" Right. And uh, you know, listening to Tyler's earlier stuff, it was a bit more chaotic, like you were saying. Totally. And then, yeah. My uh, my friend's uh, my friend Costa. Shout out to Costa. He's like, this is Flower Boy, man. This is Tyler the Creator. Yeah. And so that made me that piqued my interest a little bit. Um. I yeah. I think it's a beautiful record. I think, you know, it's his, maybe his um. You know, it's his his integral of what makes him, and it's kind of kind of coming close to the heart, more of integral to his character. And totally. I think that's maybe what made it successful arguably and lee this is actually a question did you because i heard that there was not a lot of press by tyler the creator when this came out is that true or do you uh, know anything about that yeah i mean so like you mean the promotion before the release sort of thing yeah yeah well i know that like like uh little boy um who that boy excuse me yeah. um yeah like that like some of the singles there but i i heard that he was kind of keeping quiet on it um, yeah in terms of the release yeah so who that boy released before the record did um yeah. that was the first single off of it uh and Great i believe track. the only other video Great that song. was made oh no that's not true because boredom was a video and then see you again was a video i can't remember if lonely was a video though but anyway uh yeah i don't know i think like in comparison to the album that we're going to talk about right now um the promotion was probably tamer I can't really mm -hmm. remember it all that much if I'm being honest, but like I feel like there there's always an anticipation with his albums a little bit. So the one thing that I'm going to talk about with the next album too, which which might go hand in hand with kind of your comment here too, is Tyler's a big like um, character writer. So he likes yeah, to yeah. he likes to do these different characters in every album sort of thing. So for the first, and we'll get more in detail on this in a second, but the first couple of hour albums, he's uh, you know. Um, He's Tyler, he's Wolf Haley, he's Ace the Creator, he's Dr. TC. Um, by the time he gets to Wolf, he's uh, now this other character, Samuel. Um, oh, I, can't, I can't even remember any Cherry Bomb now that I'm thinking about it. But And then obviously Igor, and then we're going to get into the character he does for, for Call Me, um, if you get lost in a sec. But Flower Boy didn't... Like, there, there's not really a character, right? Like, it's kind of just him. It's him, um, yeah, yeah. And I think I that's, it. yeah, maybe part of it, too, you know, is that it's kind of authentic in, in a weird way. Like, there's not, like, this huge story to promote with it. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering, my hypothesis is that he released, he released it, and then he kind of let people really digest it. That's like the mythos of and the ethos yeah. of him, kind of right. really del delving really into that. Yeah. Um, right but I wanted to also shift. mention... Yeah, yeah, yes, such yeah. a shift from his earlier stuff. And then what actually blew my mind also, um, and I and I heard about it was that uh, pothole with Jaden Smith. Watch and they're talking about uh, they're driving away, kind of like leaving fake friends. You can actually see the car on the album. That actually blew my mind. Like that's them leaving, kind yes, of getting away. So it is that that was like, whoa, that's crazy. I yeah. thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Now. Lee and I want to maybe maybe put this as a poll, but in your humble opinion, right? Flower Boy or Damn Jake or Lee? What do you have to say about that? Um, what is better go, go in ahead, your Jake. humble humble opinion? I don't know. It's 
I hate making comparisons like that because it's like saying like, yeah. well, like they're two different vibes. Broccoli or freaking I don't know, like a, a a flower patch. Yeah, it's like I consume them in such different ways. I think about them yeah, so yeah, differently. Yeah, but if you had to, if you had to choose, if you patch had or broccoli, to though. though. Depends yeah. on if I'm hungry, guys. Yeah. In which case, <laughs> Good the flower patch. They both have cheese. Yeah. yeah. They both are covered and in cheese. cheese in my fantasy. Yeah. Cheese on the world. Does that change? Yeah. Does not change anything? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think, like, so for me, I think back of, like, you know, my, my time with the albums. Like, yeah. what if I, when I think about memories associated with, either like what what are those memories um and i think of camp flogna in 2018 which jake and i yeah, went brother. to together nice um and we got to see we drove there uh, we drove there it was it was very cool damn um and we you know we got to see all these like crazy headlines headliners sorry which we were talking about like the kanye west and the lauren hills the scissors the pusha t's um but amazing honestly that was, that was an amazing few days it was great it was great but the honestly tyler might have put on one of the best shows of the of the whole event really and i wasn't expecting that because i had seen tyler years ago um and it wasn't great and it was very chaotic like like, I just remember there being, like, a huge mosh pit and it being just, like, a mess of, like, you know, horny, violent teenagers mm-hmm. um, all mashing together in a circle. Um, which, like, you know, whatever, but it's also just, like, fuck. Like, this is not <laughs> what I necessarily signed up for. Um, and it wasn't that. It was a beautiful, really cool set. Um, he did every song I wanted to hear. If that makes sense. Um, and it was just really good. And it, it was, you know, the most recent album that I released at that point was still Flower Boy. So, and what um, was, was the change? What was the change in performance for you from the first? Well, you said the mosh pit to maybe, I, do you think it was because of the budget or maybe the stage? I mean, probably for sure. Production. Yeah. Yeah. He had, at, he had like, sets, I saw him at like, like the Danforth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly, I saw him at the exactly. Danforth the first time. And then this time it was like, uh, like outside of Dodgers Stadium. Like it's a different, it's yeah. a different, experience and i get that but i just even think like his energy towards the show had changed it wasn't even just a sets thing you know what i mean right right um i don't know you can probably speak on that your experience with that performance too but i just remember being like wow that was that was a hell of a of a show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah so anyways so okay. in terms in terms of that i think about flog now when i think about flower boy so i guess at my 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 bias is to go towards flower boy, but I would say that, you know, damn had humble, which like ruled the world for a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, and like some culturally significant stuff of that album clearly. Um, and also just like, you know, maybe, maybe you would throw on flower boy for a feel good or just like an, an easy listen and damn for something a little bit more topic heavy and, Angry, if that makes Jumping sense. Something in the car, yeah. 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 I mean, it's aged like a fine wine, this album. It's aged like a freaking fine wine. It's yeah. good. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I do remember. Flower Boy. I remember when Yonkers came out and, you know, being in like s- suburban uh, Calgary, people were like, 
bro, this is like the the next Eminem. Hmm. And Eminem's yeah, he was he was uh, compared to Eminem all the time, and like that's yeah. kind of the point. Yeah, that's and then and then Flower Boy came out. And it's so like it's so much different than anything you could ever conceive. Eminem wishes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Truly, like yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So no, I agree. Anyway, let's uh, let's keep it moving here because we got a whole other album here. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, so nine point three gap tooths out of ten. Um, the next album here, it, we got another sponsor, guys. It's brought to you by Gangster Grizzles. <laughs> Gangster okay. Grizzle! 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 <laughs> Thank you, DJ Drama. Um, <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler's newest album, released June 25th, 2021. It was Tyler's birthday gift to me. Um, it's also his first album since his Grammy winning Igor of 2019 follows a similar trend to what we were kind of talking about earlier. Tyler's past works where he uh, tries on a new character um, and speaks through him and his experiences or them and their experiences um, through the album. That character is Tyler Baudelaire. Mm. Um, It is entirely produced by Tyler again, except for the assistance on two separate songs uh, by Jamie XX on one song and Jay Versace on the other. Uh, it continues to have an onslaught of features similar to Flower Boy and all of his previous works. Um, some of those features range from artists like Young Boy Never Broke Again and Lil Uzi Vert uh, to Domo Genesis, Pharrell, among others. Um, the whole album is hosted by DJ Drama. Gangster Grizzle, Grizzle. Yep, thank you, Mr. Drama. Uh, known for his various viral mixtapes he made in the early 2000s with rappers like Lil Wayne, T.I., Young Buck, uh, and producer Don Cannon. Cannon, Cannon. I don't have that one lined up, so I'll just do the his Cannon. <laughs> nice. Um, the Gangster Grizzles tag. Gangster Grizzle, Grizzle. Can be heard. Numerous times throughout the so album. So many times. Similar to how it can be heard numerous times throughout Brothers and Beards, formerly known as Servant Sonic Pod. Um, Tyler himself tweeted actually about this very tag, um, which I will Gangster Grizzly play again because why not? Uh, in 2010, uh, I actually posted it on our story on Instagram. Another shameless plug, second one of the episode. Please go follow us at Servant Sonic on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you can go find it on our story if you would like to. But basically, it's just Tyler tweeting in 2010 saying, I want a Gangster Grills tape so fucking bad. Goddamn, fast forward 10 and a half years, and he's got himself one. So if that's not uh, a message to the Utes out there saying, um, Go after your dreams. Go pursue them because you never know. It just might happen. I don't know what is. Um, It's uh, presented as a mixtape as lots of DJ Drama's most famous works were, uh, even though it is considered a studio album. Um, It's been received extremely well, um, garnering an 89 out of 100 from Metacritic so far. 
and multiple five-star reviews from various magazines and papers. It is also Tyler's first ever album to debut number one on Billboard's Hot 200. Awesome. So there Whoa. you go. Well deserved. He's on his way up. He's on his way He's up. He's at the top. Yep. Um, do you guys want to listen to the song now, or do you want to listen to the song at the end of this thing? You guys choose. Let's Dealer's go. choice. Let's go. I want to hear the song. Okay, so before I get into the rest of this review here, the song that we're going to play is my personal favorite song on the album. It's a tie. I, I'm not sure. I'm still actually unsure. I'm going to take that back. It's not currently my favorite. It's a tie. <laughs> I don't know, okay? <laughs> I don't know if it's my favorite or not, but in this song, you get um, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of um, Tyler's uh, ever-evolving production that sounds really sexy. Uh, Lil Wayne featured artist which we were already talking about and you get a little DJ drama action at the beginning too so I thought it did a really good job of, uh, of really highlighting a lot of the key characteristics of the album this song is called Hot Wind Blows it is by Mr. Tyler the Creator featuring Lil Wayne enjoy ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. we just landed in Geneva that's in Switzerland. We on the yacht. A young lady just fed me French vanilla ice cream. We all got our toes out too. Call me when you get lost. I'ma travel the globe. You keep the block hot, driver. Open the door for me. My hair hurt. Find us. We playing hot sink with the passports. Where the fuck we at? Oh, the pilot gotta remind us, yeah. The luggage is piling, I need a close to waste. So many stinky sit in my wallet, look like a folding chair. The Cartier so light on my body, thought I floated here. We boated here, it's Tunchi and Tyler, but call me Baudelaire, yeah. Out in Switzerland, travel with my bitch, she me kissing dog. I love when she let me rub her like Michelin. A hundred grand asleep on the bird, the wings are whistling like. Man, they ain't listening. We cross the line like immigrants and benefit from it. Keep on stunting on these niggas, make them sick to their stomach, man. Y'all don't understand. Fish so fresh that you can taste the same. Yeah, we getting lost, but we know who we aim. Bada, 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 son, son, something. Treat that last part like you niggas ain't saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you see these excursions right here? Just too lavish to post on the gram. Gangsta crazy. Excuse me, pardon me The wind it blows so hard to me Like mother nature arguing about some baby father beep And I'm stuck in the middle of the sandwich like slaughter me Got my middle fingers to the cameras That's recording me from y'all to me Stop calling me unless you're ordering I'm on the beach, I got my feet out And I stay on my feet, the corner beat I'm on a deep route Just throw the ball to me Thought all this lean would have me see now I guess they see now, that's touchdown Catch a beat down like I catch touchdowns I fuck around and slow the beat down And take the drums out The speed of my blunts so agreed I'ma eat my own flow And I'm in need of a flaw, I'ma eat me a rap But I might as well eat me a hoe oh. I'm hot as hell when the weather is freezing the cold As a devil, a demon, and ghost I'ma get even and even, get even some more It's too late to even get low Bow, wolf gang, wolf gang, that's what I need you to know Moolah, wheezy the goat, the wind beneath my my wings, desert eagle, underneath my coat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mula. Mula, mula, bitch. Hard wings. You see, we just over here admiring the view of the mountains from the lake. Uh, so there you go. Woo. Woo. Hot wind blows. I love that song. 
It is my favorite. You know, I'm taking it. it back. I'm taking it all back. It's my favorite. Uh, I love so much DJ Drama's little rant <laughs> at the beginning of that. We all got our toes out. That's like that, that's some sort of. We in Geneva. I guess when you're super rich, yeah. We that's in Geneva. Switzerland, by the way. Um, I guess you just have your toes out when you're rich. It's all the time because you're in hot destinations. Never would have thought. Right. Um, but uh, great sample on that song, uh, "Slow Hot Wind," which is performed by Penny Goodwin. That. So nice. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and you really get a, a little taste there from Tyler's, one of Tyler's earliest inspirations, or, or, or noted inspirations, which is MF Doom. I just think that... that <sighs> R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. I just think that um, beat is just, like, so Doom-inspired, in my opinion. Just, like, yeah, having, I mean, like, that yeah. minimal drum, sort of, but, like, just, like, a really, like... Like Fruit? iconic oh. type sample, but like it's not iconic because you're like, oh, I know the song. It's just like, oh, that this is an instant iconic sample. Just, just like, a, like it's gonna be stuck in your head, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that very like flowy, no chorus. You know what I mean? Like just very doom, doom esque. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool because uh, some of his earliest um, mixtapes and, and albums included uh, songs where he rapped over doom beats. Um, so a little shouts out to. Where it all started, I guess. But um, so there you go. So Tyler Baudelaire. Tyler Baudelaire. Why Tyler Baudelaire, might you ask? Well, don't you worry, folks. Tyler Baudelaire is an homage to Charles Baudelaire. Does anyone know who Charles Baudelaire is in this? In the three of us here? I'm um, afraid not. He. Uh, no, I know. He. Um, he actually invented the uh, combustion engine. Right. In um, 1602. Yes. Uh, but oh, was yeah. sadly murdered for the blueprints by King Henry V of Portugal. And, yes. And um, you can still actually see his bones uh, at the uh, Museum of uh, Anthropology. Uh, sorry, Anthropological yeah. um, Innovation in right. Um, in mm-hmm. Sydney, Australia. Yeah, wow, it's crazy. They've they've uh, they've actually took his remains from Portugal and brought them to Sydney, Australia. Yeah, um, they walked them there. Yeah, on foot the whole wow. way. They never yeah. even got on a boat yeah. or anything. They walked on water. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, no, never happened. <laughs> Not real history. Uh, that is okay though. It's called guess alternative who does have the history. history. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess who does have the history of Charles Baudelaire, or at least what Wikipedia provided me? <laughs> this guy, I do. But first, I gotta get my computer charger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't mind me. <laughs> okay, don't you mind me now. Yeah, we're oh, gonna no. we're gonna take this out in post, right? Yep, for sure. Oh, it's all good. Won't even notice it's happened at all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry about me. Okay. It seems like something can't, that you can easily take care of. That you could have easily taken care of before we began. Okay. Oh, got a little water on that outlet. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. 
back to business here. So now that my computer's charging, uh, turns out it takes a lot of energy to run a podcast. Who knew? <laughs> um, Everyone but, uh, but you. Yep. So Charles Baudelaire uh, is, in fact, a French poet. Um, he uh, is famous for Le Frères du Mol. So uh, I think this marks the eighth straight episode that we've uh, spoken French. On on air oh, here. Mais ouais. yeah. Oh, monsieur. Oh, yeah. à la baguette dont ouais. je vais. Oh, ouais. oui, monsieur. Ah, je m'appelle la baguette Jacques ouais. Rousseau. Oh, ouais. oh, baguette. Un yeah. So, um, it's uh, beautiful because, you know, we're a bilingual country here and uh, we clearly take pride in that. So, it's... Um, yeah, so there you go. Um, Le Fleur du Meul, which translates to The Flowers of Evil. Um, it was a uh, series of works that he did. I um, can't remember the year now, but let's just say back in the day. <laughs> um, and they were extremely controversial poems. Um, six, in fact, were censored at the time um, for their immorality. Um both the author, who was Charles Baudelaire, and the publisher were actually prosecuted by the Empire at the time in an usrage bon Um which, of course, as we know, translates to an insult to public decency. Um, some of the topics that are explored in uh, La Fleur de Meule, um, he explores uh, eroticism, decadence, death, evil, and obsession. Um, I think ultimately this relates to Tyler for some of the stuff that we were talking about, some of his checkered history with controversy. Totally. Um, past topics, yeah. To- like I, I think that's kind of kind of clear here what we're getting at. But um, past topics of you know violent crimes under other like fictional characters that he's had in the past, like we mentioned Wolf Haley, Doctor TC, Ace the Creator, Samuel, among others. Um, like we're not joking around with some of the crimes. Like we're talking like murders and rapes and, and, you know, things that I think people, um, are easily triggered by and as they should be. Um, so right. Wasn't, uh, wasn't Tyler actually banned from the UK and here we go. So he was actually banned from the UK, Australia and New Zealand. Um, Oh, there you go. Out of fear that he would incite violence. So he hmm. could ever never actually go to Australia to see that Charles Baudelaire exhibit, um, which we speak so highly of. Um, this is all of his I bones. Think, yeah, this is the bones exhibit. Um, so I think there's a lot of similarities between um, you know the reception of Charles Baudelaire and his work, and you know Tyler and some of his early work, and, and maybe even some of his continued work now. Um, but. I think what this album is doing is trying to kind of paint a picture of him as a, a misunderstood visionary um, that needed time to bloom. Because now that we look back on Le Fleur de Mal, um, lots of people consider it one of the most important works of its time, uh, certainly in poetry. Um, and I think people are starting to think about that think that way about Tyler and some of the stuff that he's done. Um, and I think Flower Boy is a fantastic example of that. Um, and, uh, and even like Yonkers and stuff like that. Now we look back and we're like, wow, that's, that's one of the songs of the, you know, mid two thousands for, for hip hop. So, mm-hmm. um, 
So I think that's kind of cool and a cool character to to create. Uh, the promotion, which I know you're going to like to hear, Hunter, because we were talking about it a little bit in uh, the Flower Boy segment. Uh, it was kind of like a long... It started off as a long... Sorry, it started off as a subtle and turned into a long promotion of the album. Uh, it started way back in uh, 2020, where Tyler showed up uh, to the Grammys um, dressed in his uh, Igor character, which I'm sure you've seen with the, with the pink suit. Usually it's pink or blue suit and uh, his blonde wig cut mm-hmm, into a yep. bowl cut. The sort of Uma Thurman Pulp Fiction vibe. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Very, very cool. Um, with uh, a suitcase. And on the suitcase, there was a tag uh, that was attached to it reading, Call Me If You Get Lost. So this oh, is um, for his Igor um, uh, Grammy winning um uh, red carpet there so uh, the, it was in the works for a while yeah um so since then though there is a, a billboard uh that sprouted up in los angeles uh two weeks before its release with a 1855 number on it and when you called that number a conversation between tyler and his mom could be heard on the other end uh now when you call it however it just plays a section of rise which is the song that is co-produced with jamie xx um he played four separate pop-ups so far um and those shows had roughly 500 people each so really really tiny shows for tyler's standards but um in different um clips that have been shown online or have been captured online captured and then put online um have had him talking about how that was by design he wanted to just do these little kind of random pop-ups and have really intimate experiences with the folks there um some of the people that were at these shows drake channel tres lil uzi among other celebrities that were in attendance in in attendance and he even recorded uh the pop-up that he did in brooklyn and uh it's going to be available online soon Hmm. for people to watch so there you go um so bit different of a promotion than maybe um yes the flower boy and, and past past promotions um this is all to say my final take tyler sounds happy hmm. Huh? Hmm. who would have thunk okay. it a happy hmm. man uh even when the subject matter is sad um love loss or you know any other issues that he's kind of expressing on the album he sounds just comfortable and mostly what he sounds like is self-assured um, which is something that I think he was probably lacking from my right, estimation, right, right. um, from his earlier stuff. And I think he's found it. He's found who he is and where he wants to go and he's continuing to push himself. And I think that's awesome. Um, his production remains kind of like, you know, an ever growing strong point of his and really drives his continued kind of rise. I think, uh, in the industry, like the thing went number one, debuted number one, on billboard that's no joke that's really hard to do for a hip-hop artist um i mean obviously that's changed over the last few years but uh, for an artist like tyler that's probably not going to get a number one single or anything like that that's hard to do um mm-hmm. so uh so very cool he's even like flirting with some reggae on this album which we haven't heard before i would have never associated tyler creator with reggae in my life um but uh here we are and uh he's as polarizing as ever um i think the thing that you can't maybe or the thing that you can maybe say now that you couldn't before when he was polarizing is he's 
just charming at this point in his career. Uh, you can't not love him. Uh, he's just got this magnetic energy about him at this stage of his career. And I think he's really established that since flower boy. Um, mm-hmm. and with the album debuting number one on billboard, the next steps for Tyler really could be meteoric. I think in terms of size and scale, um, which is crazy to say for someone who throws his own festival in Los Angeles every year and is getting people with the crazy names that we've already mentioned to headline those festivals. Um, you really got to think like, what could that next step be? Um, I mean, he's been in shows, he's been in, uh, films. Um, he's had his own show on adult swim and obviously series of albums that he's released. I think, you know, the next, and talking about, we were talking about Le Fleur du Mal. Um, he's got his own, uh, Le Fleur or Fleur golf floor, whatever it is. Shoe line. I can't remember. Golf what he's got his own shoes now. Yeah. Golf, golf floor. Yeah. There you go. Uh, with Converse and he's done some stuff with Vans and you know, it's, he just seems like such a creative guy. Um, well not seems he is such a creative guy and he seems like the he thinking really man's hip hop musician. Yeah, yeah, he really uh, is going after it. Every every um, everything he has an itch to do, it seems like he goes and does it, um, and that's uh, that's cool. So I hope whatever that next step is um, for him, he does it uh, just as well as he's done, you know, these last few albums. Um, and the hip hop and the music world is uh, kind of there for him to take, really. I think at this point, um, you know, you got your Drakes, you got your Kendricks, you got uh, your guys that everyone's anticipated for their albums to drop. I think Tyler's right there um, with people who get that sort of anticipation before an album drops as well. So I think it's uh, he's he's relatively young. He's you know. I think got a dial on what's hot and what people like to hear. He's got great reception off this album. And I think, uh, whatever is next is going to be exciting. Um, this is all to say that my final score for this audience appetizer is 9.1 gold teeth out of 10. Whoa. Another nine. nine. Whoa. Nine coming in hot. Another teeth tooth related. Yes, if you haven't seen, he yeah. has a, a gold. It's not. It's not like full gold, but it's like an outline, right? Filling on one of his gap teeth. Um, that's that's his look right now. So that's why I gave it the gold tooth. You were talking about his likability as well. I just mm-hmm. love. There's compilations of like him and ASAP, uh, just just like goofing on each other. Out. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's awesome. Totally. Well, thank you, Lee. Well My done. Tyler, the creator. You got to go check it out. Creator. Well, I guess we got to move to the most anticipated of them all. Perhaps. Everyone, this is, of course, Combat Rock, where we pit two warriors against one another. Where we play 30 seconds only of the song, and you, the audience member, get to decide. Shoddy Sub-Zero. What do you enjoy? Oh, Leah's taking Sub-Zero. I will take Liu Kang. Oh, Mortal Kombat references. Okay, fine. Uh, one of the best fighting games of all time, and your boy, your boy, came with another win. So Boom. I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to wow. thank the, the, the sound, the sound people, and uh, I can't be beat. You know what? I'm gonna go there. I cannot be beat. So right. we have the challenger. The challenger. It is Mr. Jake. No. What do you? He's not. Nope. I am so sorry. No. Nope. See, he's already. He's he's breaking. No. See. No. Nope. Nope. I'm humbling myself. He is that breaking. I'm getting prepared. It's 
Lee, doesn't matter because I'm going to beat you anyway, but what, what do you have for us? Go ahead, Lee. That's Sub-Zero to you. And or Sub-Zero. Whatever you have... prefer. Well, it, I prefer Sub-Zero. Okay. Um, I have a banger for you. My only issue is... is that he I'm, thinks. I'm, well, I know. I know for sure. Uh, my only issue is I have no idea where the song... <laughs> where it starts oh. in the song. So I'm going to have okay. to figure that oh, out well. on the go. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just how it goes. But, um, oh, okay. It is it is fairly, fairly far in. Okay. Uh, let me just let me just get a good idea here. Let me just get a good visual. Let me just get eyes on a good visual. Okay. So, um... My song here, Polo and Pan, couple of DJs, but it's featuring, and this is the most important part, it is featuring LA's Channel Tres, who, if you didn't uh, maybe catch already, I sprinkled his name in earlier as one of the people that has gone to Tyler's, one of Tyler's various pop-ups for Call Me If You Get Lost. So this guy, he's got such a deep voice. He sounds so cool. He's always singing on nice little sang rapping on nice little dancey numbers and he just gets me jiggy i really want to do one of his albums on the show but he hasn't put out an album yet since we've been doing you know servant sonic now brothers and beards so i haven't been able to get him on the show this is my chance with combat rock okay polo and pan a little channel trash a little bumpy bumpy look get you moving hey three two one let's go Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna love it. Oh, <laughs> All right, it's thirty seconds is over. Let's go. Oh yeah. This where we belong, just smoking strong, still looking long, still for so long, feeling so right, bumping the night, bumping the night, I try to the night, as in my own, the custom lamp on the custom fan mode, the custom fan mode, the custom lamp There you go. Yo, close sub-zero, but not close enough. Oh, All shit. right, that was, you know, that's, you missed the mark quite on that. You missed the mark. No, you missed it's the mark quite on that one. It's zero compared to what I got for you. Right. So, so at the 37 mark, please mark that. We oh. got After Coffee by a band called Joywave. Uh, it's an American indie rock band from Rochester, New York, formed in 2010, and they just released um, an EP titled Every Window is a Mirror, and uh, here we go. It's got like a Tears for Fears vibe, reminds me of a bit of Shout, nice. and uh, what do you think of this? There you go. 
After coffee, what is after coffee? Perhaps a nice dessert, oh. maybe a gelato, perhaps pancakes. Okay. Who knows? Well, are I know. You a sweet person with breakfast, or are you a salty like me? Well, I know. Who likes eggs and bacon. Yeah. There you go. Well, I, I mean, I know, I know what's after coffee for me. What is after coffee for you? What do you have with your coffee? Raging diarrhea. Raging diarrhea <laughs> is the appropriate runs. answer because that is also me. Just a Jake, are you runs. a coffee guy? Yeah, like coffee? guys, tea you can. You can. If you're. <laughs> If your after coffee reaction is raging diarrhea, stop drinking coffee. I still coffee. enjoy it though. Whoa. Oh no! Hey, oh no! Come on, it's, now. It's, it's nice. No, that's it's go to a doctor. Don't you, <laughs> you have point raging fingers. diarrhea? Don't you? I mean, not come all in the time. Here. Depends on the mood. If you consider don't yourself you a coffee here. guy, and ev- like that hey, means you have coffee you know. regularly. That means you have raging diarrhea regularly. Don't you come in here with your assumptions, with your opinions. Okay, I'm doing just fine, Hunter. We're leaving. Well, (laughs) on that note, you can, uh, you you know, please vote in the poll. Instagram, also Twitter as well, Servant Sonic. Um, Yeah, well done. I don't know what to say, except um, after coffee. Hopefully I win, and then I will drink a coffee. And hopefully not have the raging diarrhea as me and Lee have discussed. Indeed. Yeah. And I, I did or, uh, just want to I mean, clarify. Um, oh. Yes. Puck. Uh, <laughs> Puck was actually a member of Alpha Flight, which is a fictional team of Canadian superheroes appearing in Marvel Comics. Right. Uh, Puck's team okay. uh, Puck's team includes Sasquatch. Kyle Lowry. Oh. North Star. Snowbird. Shaman. Guardian. Aurora. And Marina. <laughs> Mm. These are the names of the superheroes. Yeah, and they're in all you can- yeah. Canadian. Did X-Men you say team. North Bird, North Star, Nor- Snowbird, no. North Star, <laughs> and Shaman? North Bird is fucking hard. I'm North Bird. Yeah, no- refer to me as uh. such from here on out. Sasquatch is me. You guys want to know? Formerly Sub Zero, now North Bird. No, it's, I'm a hairy person. So it's, Sasquatch. No, it's Snowbird me. and North Star. No, no, but I'm Northbird. He wants okay, to be called Northbird. You will refer yeah. to me as such. Yeah, okay. It's okay. So go check it out, guys. Beards. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's one thing Canadian I also want to say. If, I mean, obviously, if we were to become magnetic all of a sudden from getting a bunch of vaccines and we were to become the three Magnetos, which sounds yes. like the three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, three uh, magnetos three magnetos um and we were to refer to ourselves as the brother and beards and that was our, no, our I, I uh, that. x-men that was our x-men <laughs> fighting name um the oh. one problem with that is none of us have beards yeah, yeah. no there are That's no right. beards present here yeah so maybe we're just <sighs> maybe we're alpha flight after all Maybe it would be uh, you want. Uh, it would be lovely to have an out from this terrible bit. <laughs> Gangsta Grizzle, 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 Grizzle.
And then it was there, and it was there. 